Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. Consciousness. It's a, like my consciousness like rises and falls. Like sometimes I'm like, if anyone were to really quiz me right now or, or test me, I'm like barely conscious because I don't sleep well. And so the, the carrying forward from not sleeping well over like a decade almost, if you will, it's, it really catches up to you. And so if I have a bad night of sleep, like at least for the first part of the day, I'm like sleepwalking. And, but I do a lot of, you know, techniques, breathing uh, techniques and cold showers and things to elevate my consciousness and get it back on track. But it's, I feel like it shouldn't be so hard. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, sleep is an incredible component. And there's a lot of different things that determine the quality of our sleep whether it's how how long we eat before we go to bed, if we're doing an ice bath before bed. I mean, there's so many different chemical structures that build our ability to even fall deeper into sleep and do it efficiently and successfully. On top of the waking up aspect, are we, are we waking up at different times of the day or are we getting up at the same time every single day, which in theory should be with the sunrise? Mm. But of course, that's pretty freaking hard to do all the time. Yeah. Um, well, just we'll go back and forth. I I've been taking naps every day since I was in my twenties, and I'm 42 now. I missed a couple of days, but it's a it's kind of, it's like a crutch, and I know that probably bleeds into you know my nighttime cycle. And I've tried to, I've I tried to like set this determined kind of goal like okay i'm not going to take any naps and and ever again and i and i can go a few days and then it gets to the point like where i'm like why am i torturing myself just lay down you'll feel better better but it stems from iraq from going to the other side of the globe and not only seeing a bunch of horrific things but really just resetting my sleep pattern to the opposite you know, like it would be like here if I was working a night shift or something and sleeping during the day. So, but I was, I did that for six months and I came back and then I went back and did it for six months again and came back and I, you know, just whatever disrupted I, my, me, it's definitely persisted since the, like, it's been like a decade. It's pretty crazy. Do you float at all? And like a float I tank? do, I do. Um, I have not in quite in a while because I have a huge bathtub, and I kind of I know it's not exactly it's nowhere near the same. It's thing, definitely actually. not the same, but it, but I mean it's, it's it's definitely similar but not the same. Yeah. I um I floated like three hundred times or so. Wow! And it's incredible for PTSD, and incredible for activating deeper parts of the brain to be accessible. So if we have very low input, low to no input into the brain, then we're able to feel what that feels like. And we can bring that with us to our sleep state as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like another gear in our system, essentially. Yeah. I remember one experience I had. I was floating like once a week because my buddy over at uh, Luna Float Spa, Morgan, what's up? Um, they're kind of closed down right now because of the whole COVID thing. But like back then, I was doing it about once a week, and I was doing it midday. But I I remember one night I tried to do it like about six p.m. so that when by the time I was done, I was I was going to try to come home and go to sleep and just trying to carry that through. And I do recall that one night was a great night of sleep. But it's, it was hard. I couldn't like necessarily keep that up. I would like to buy a float tank in, and have it in my house. Yeah, there's definitely um, commercial and res- residential tanks. There's also like like float tents that are definitely way cheaper. Most um, most commercial float tanks are like thirty grand or so. Yeah, which is definitely a, a penny. Much, yeah, I'm not right. But anything right, to help ready. the body really enter that parasympathetic state. It's going to be essential for sleep. Inter- okay, so coincidentally, 
because I'm I'm very peppy this morning, to be honest. And uh, I slept great last night, and I'm like better than I had slept in at least months. And I and I attribute it to right before, like right when my wife and I got in bed, I I started doing the Wim Hof breathing, which was counter to my thinking before because I typically use that to wake up, but. I, I was like, let me just see what happens. And it, you know, I didn't, I didn't go like super hard, like, cause you can do levels of, mm-hmm. you know, breathing, but it was a, it was a good 75% or whatever and effort. And, and I, it just, it really helped. So that was a, I'm going to try it again tonight, but that was a bit of a breakthrough for yeah, me. It, it definitely, it, you know, responds differently to everybody. I mean, there's some people that can sleep after drinking a coffee. So yeah. these things are very, very consistent, but I'm not sure they're exact for every single human on the planet, you know? No, we're so, I mean, we're so similar, but yet on like so diverse, um, like on a mic, micro level. 100%. You know? Yeah. Um, it was funny earlier when we first got on, I almost wish we had started there. You were like, what's going on? And I was like, there's a lot going on. <laughs> and because there's like in our bodies and, mm. and, and then if you expand that to every other body and every, uh, you know, all over the planet and hmm. so many things happening simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, you're 100% right. And that even goes into, you know, the different thought patterns that are going on right now. Outside mm-hmm. of just the chemical creation inside of the body. Because every, everybody's mind, man, maybe not everybody, but most people on the planet, their minds are going freaking crazy right now. We don't know how to comprehend. We don't know how to compute. Could it be this? Could it be that? It's it's absolute fucking chaos, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> not you a know, lot of order in the mind. I mean, we a lot of people don't know how to bring composure into their internal world and we're just going to watch people fucking run themselves in circles if we don't learn how to do so i I agree man it's like it's something i feel like that should be taught at like the youngest possible age of comprehension (laughs) because we wait we don't we wait to learn it till we're if we learn it at all if that's right we're 20s yeah like i mean until like after high school and and, you know, people probably go their whole life without ever reflecting in because they're always re- responding to the external. Yeah, dude, that's um, you're absolutely right. Some people may never even know what that feels like or looks like, or how to perceive it, or what an ice bath kind of feels feel like, like. Yeah, like our parents were probably like that. For I sure, I don't know my parents. Yeah, I mean, it's passed on. You know, it's passed on mm-hmm. until it isn't. Yeah. And it's passed on until somebody somewhere somehow has a recognition to change the shit. And like that to me is nuts. Like how fortunate are we to be able to perceive the way that we perceive or to be intrigued by cold showers or working Mm -hmm. out or whatever it may be and to be able to implement these modalities and methods into our actual health and to share the knowledge and to share the resources. I mean, that feels like like a real part of our purpose on the planet for sure. And a podcast like, like this, yeah, that will out information absolutely, that's helpful man. to everyone, you know. We have to share, we have to actually share the resources. I'm that's kind of what, you know, this is all about because a lot of people are successful and keep to themselves and, and maybe want to have it all for themselves, but I want to share it and, and bring everyone up with me and, and enjoy it, you know, with a community. And it's beautiful. I, yeah. It's a new, I think it's a new like way of thinking because we, it, but an old way of thinking community, mm-hmm. try a tribe, a small tribe, you know, I want to get, back into that way of life of lifestyle there's too many people there's too much fucking like discourse going on online it's too much <laughs> it's a lot man and it goes back to how we handle it do we feed it do we fuel it do we fight back 
or are we still able to be calm and composed? Like that, or yeah, through Tai Chi or just meditation or martial arts. Like, can we perceive the chaos without being pulled into it? Can we become the eye of the storm with patient observation? I mean, what the fuck else are we going to be doing? Just feeling the fire? Or can we like take a moment to pause and reflect and shift some shit? The people who are willing to do that will, I mean, nobody's really doing that, man. Mm-mm. We need people to. They want everyone else down. to change. Like, you need to change, but like, hey, let's all look inside, check yourself. We kind of strive for that Christ consciousness or what, you know, that highest level of consciousness. Uh, it sounds like you and I maybe do that. And, but. I mean, we do, we do our best to, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's um, the best that we can do. It's just do our best and do our best not to judge and do our best to be good people and to that, care. The judging thing also is like, judge not lest thou be judged harshly. Because, you know, you start throwing stones and people are going to look back at you like, well, what did you do? <laughs> just... My, sometimes you know people need to mind their business or their circle and like you said that's the only way change is going to occur is if we all do it from within not in not in this forced kind of way yeah willing. it's, it's in, in, interesting man when you get people trying to change everybody else because that can be done from like a mother Teresa way where it's mm-hmm. you know in a sense, loving and compassionate, or it can be in a very forceful way. And, you know, maybe I don't, I'm not, the fuck do I know? Just a person. Yeah. Right. Like maybe sometimes you need some force. Probably. Sometimes (laughs) we don't. And that's like, where is the harmony in that? And how do we intuitively follow the flow to produce the best for everybody involved? And a lot, it feels like a lot of the times, man, we get swinging too hard fucking left or too hard right or too hard in this direction or, and we can lose that fucking homeostasis. But we got to lose it in order to regain it too. It's bizarre. There's There's just purpose in everything. Chaos. Yeah. Can come beauty. I feel like right now, obviously there's a huge turmoil in maybe the world and the United States. That is kind of seems to be kind of what's happening in society right now as we're kind of losing it. And, but the, and, 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 you know, people might say that's wrong. You know, you need to do it in a peaceful manner. Uh, and maybe that's right. And maybe sometimes you like, you do have to break shit and, and then pick up the pieces and, and rebuild. Uh, it seems to be what happens in over the course of history. Mm-hmm. You know, we, humans don't like there's not been one great civilization i don't think that's lasted to this day maybe i don't know i don't think so so we're all we're and we're always trying to figure it out and improve and it can always be better you know and we might leave the planet at some point and we'll have to go figure out some new shit (laughs) so it's never going to end you know, it gets deeper. The rabbit hole just gets like mm-hmm. deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So that point to me brings me deeper into purpose. We don't know the future. We don't know what's going to happen. But how are we going to behave and approach the moment that we are in? What more can we do? What more can we do? I'm not sure anything. I mean, but you well, and entering into the moment though, it is what we I think we can do. And I, I like I love this guy Eckhart Tolle. Have you heard of him? Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking love that guy. And he talks about entry points into the moment. And you're like, <laughs> I I was just showing him to my wife for the first time the other day because of like, she, I think she thinks too much sometimes. You know, it's like, and there's a uh, an addiction he calls it to thinking and overthinking and overanalyzing and it can't you can't even you cannot stop it from happening and i think 
that's what kind of where we started a lot on this conversation. But how do you stop it? And it's it's that entering into the no mind, the no thinking. And people think, well, if I'm not thinking, then I'm asleep or I'm I'm dumb. But no, like if you're not thinking, sometimes it's you're more aware. You're more. Mm-hmm. You're the most awake that you could possibly be. And that's where some confusion might lie. Everyone's always got to be analyzing things. But if we can enter into this moment, the here, the now, which I think podcasts do Mm -hmm. to an extent because we are not on our phones and we're not, you know, we're having a genuine one-on-one conversation like maybe in the old days before all the technology, which can take us out of the moment so easy it's so easy yeah there's something very special about a genuine discussion and just being open and vulnerable and going with the flow and in a sense being intimate with people like how often do we just behave on a surface level you know we're probably intimate with you know our loved ones maybe our partner for sure we hope but yeah, ultimately, <laughs> you know, how many people? Well, because are you're we, in your fucking head, for sure, man. Would, yeah. Or or we're but, judging, or we're trying to get somewhere, and we're not going to take mm-hmm. a moment, or we don't care about asking questions. Asking questions are an incredible way into the present moment, whether you're alone or with another person. Can we actually ponder and contemplate? Like that is presence, dude. You took, see, well, conversations obviously lead to memories or what, you know, thoughts. And what you were just saying about the present moment took me back to, I believe, the last time I took mushrooms. There's so many ways to say these things, imbibed and whatnot. Um, I took mushrooms, very small dose, like a gram and a half. And that's typically what I like to do. I just like a nice little, little, something shift and uh i went i just went into my backyard and i was looking at the mountains and i stood there just staring at the mountains and i was like i never fucking do this i don't just sit and enjoy the beauty of the world <laughs> you know just sit there admire it it's i mean it's hard to when we're focused on so many other things that's what a huge reason plant medicine is so healing you know, it shuts down parts of the brain, like the uh, frontal lobe, that's always think thinking about shit, and it turns on different parts to perceive different dimensions, really. But the dimensions are always here; they're always present. So, how do we switch that lens to be able to perceive more of those dimensions more often than not? And like a huge goal from you know spirit spiritual guides and teachers that have really helped me along the way is we implement the plants to no longer need them like how do we bring and bridge that way of behavior and operation into the present world Mm. and like that is such a huge part of like bridging the divine presence into planet and we are able to do that with how we respond to people with the companies that we produce with the words that we choose there's an infinite number of ways to bridge beauty into the planet. Mm. It's kind of poetic. Um, how we bridge that gap from the bliss and uh, you know psychedelics, where you seem to find the answer to reality, which typically is love, you know. Um, but I typically I smoke an excessive amount of marijuana, which I find I, it's, I don't like it. I'm not, and I don't like to brag about it and I, I'm not bragging about it. It's like a problem, you know, and I want to have that peace and that homeostasis just naturally. And I'm curious cause you mentioned it just like, how, how do you go about doing that, finding that bridge or whatever? That's a really good question, man. And one that a lot of people can relate to. I know a lot of people that excessively use mar- marijuana or cannabis. And you being open about that is enormous, by the way. <laughs> but really, man, a huge, a huge part of it 
just feels to be, for me, it feels like bridging the sensation. So what does it feel like to be in bliss? What does it feel like to be in love or compassionate? Can we bridge that sensation into when we're in an argument? Mm. When we're getting cut off in traffic? Can we still feel and hold ground in that embodiment? And move and respond in alignment to that sensation. If I go, fuck you, that's no longer mm-hmm. in alignment with the compassionate sensation. It's just mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. So how do we learn to dig deeper into the feeling and produce the patterns that blossom from there? And cannabis, man, it's a freaking medicine, bro. <laughs> it is, man. That profound revelations just with a meditation and cannabis and a candle. Like, mm-hmm. these things can produce fucking crazy depth and profound insight. That like therefore, that. you know, that therefore we hope to embody and bridge into the world. Do we forget these it's things? It's a vibration. Do we integrate them. It is, man. Yeah. It really is. And so, how long can we hold that vibration when you're getting other vibrations coming at you that are on you know sharp chord or something and you're you're on this c chord or g chord and it sounds nice and you're steady and then this you know f sharp comes in or whatever yelling at you and you're like you're trying to keep your vibe damn it's such a great way to put it i've never said it (laughs) but uh, an excellent way to put that yeah so they harmonize dude yeah, as a symphony starts happening, there's chaos or fucking like what's happening in the streets right now with the riots or or protests is like there's a lot of vibe, you know, what I don't know what that vibration is, but it's not necessary, you know, it's it's not calm. It's not, you know, so anyways. I, I don't know where I was going with that other than we're tr- trying to not be in that vibration which that they're i think they're trying to get everyone into the calm vibration but they're they think that they have to go at it in this means and maybe they do um so yeah i don't know you know like every i think but like let's get it back to like a base somehow i don't know how we could do that but like a bit silence no Mm -hmm. no vibration just a straight line for a little while i don't know i don't know where i was it's interesting man because it's just so intricate Mm -hmm. like it's so much deeper than we could ever comprehend whether Mm -hmm. it's the consideration for what trauma have all the people on the planet felt Mm-hmm. what patterns did that create in their behavior to respond the way that they are right now mm-hmm. are they protective mechanisms are they truly mm-hmm. benevolent motion patterns are they defense mechanisms like what's actually going on and this is where like if we start to perceive much deeper into behavior <laughs> It's so yeah. much fucking harder to judge people, dude. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> most shit yeah. is like out of our ability. Yeah. And we just have to like operate through it and do the best we can. I think having discussions like this can, can even for me, you know, because my initial response to seeing the news, and I'm kind of trying to lay off the news because they put it in a perspective to rile you up anyways mm-hmm. and they show you these little clips of the worst part of what happened not maybe what led up to what happened mm-hmm. so that you only see it and, re- and re- they want you to respond in like in a frenzy and go online and tweet about it and tag them and you know so it's i think they mean to do i think i think it's yeah they're trying to they don't want us to be all calm and fucking peaceful I don't think. Maybe they do. I don't know, man. I actually, I had a recognition last night while I was meditating. <laughs> I went freaking deep last night, by the way. So this is kind of cool to just discuss the next day. But yeah, 
Um, the social media, whether it's the media of the news or just social media in general, they are designed to hold your attention. How yeah. else are they going to do that if they're not peaking and sparking chemical reactions in your system? It's where you have to pay attention in order to find out, shit, am I going to be okay? Am I not going to be okay? Like, dude, mm-hmm. it's a fucking fish hook. And I, dude, I don't watch the news. I don't do any of that stuff. And there was like a two-month period during this whole thing where I, I was forced to. Mm-hmm. And See was what like, was going what on. The, yeah, like what the <laughs> fuck is actually going on here? And I was feeling yeah. all of these different internal, like, fears and energy just kick up, man. And then you put that shit down and you don't watch it and you feel much better. <laughs> It's yeah. like it's thought direction. It's ways to manipulate the being. It's ways to create patterns that aren't even there, dude. And the I mean, freaking, it, yeah, it's so complex, man. It well, it, and because I ha- I have my experience, and you know, I go around t- about my day, and I run into people, and I, I just never have any negative re- interactions with anyone you know especially like on a racial basis it's all you know you're just like hey (laughs) can i help you or you know can you help me or whatever it is how's it going and whatnot it's just pretty everything is very civil but that's my you know that's my just basic experience and so to i i but it's not going around like the in my area like where i live i live in a, in a very small town and just everyone's very nice and polite and we don't have any problems but that's not to say that there's not problems in in chicago but like l- let me focus on my circle and my my proximity and, and do the best i can uh, to those around me and and that's and i feel like that's kind of what we all should do and it's hard, man. It because, is because you know we care about the other people on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, and if like, like everybody has like should, you know, have clean water and shit. Like, there's no way around that. No. And it's it's sad, man. The whole thing is really it's really hard to be on the planet. It's really hard to care for everybody, even though we have the fucking resources to. And. There's probably people that don't want other people to be cared for because of income, because of products that are sold, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And this is where, you know, meditation and plant medicine can really help us do the mm. best that we can where we are. Because we good luck changing the whole planet, dude. Mm-hmm. But we can do our best in the in the increments that we are able to. And if you build a community that's doing the same thing with proper intentions and purpose, real change can happen. Beautiful change. Whether that's locally, in a communal way, or nationwide. But it's got to start somewhere, yeah. man. <clears throat> yeah, I think it starts at you know your, the smallest level. And I'm very fortunate to have my team, who's all of a like mind when it comes to just community and taking care of each other and being good and living in, in harmony. There's, you know, actually <clears throat> can kind of uh, segue into principles of success that I follow, but that are, are geared towards like harmonious relationships, self-help, uh, taking care of your health, eating right, fasting, and like in order to maintain longevity in business you have to do a a lot of things and and one of them is not taking advantage of other people Mm. and like you can do that in the short term i mean unless you're like moving from town to town but if you want to build a reputation and a business and a community (laughs) that is lasting you know it, it requires harmony and 
some maybe sometimes biting your tongue, if you will. If if you know somebody says something that you don't necessarily agree with, you don't have to respond in anger and and with with venom. You can just shut up and don't even just say anything because later you might look back and say, oh, maybe I was overreacting anyways. Like it's not that, or, or that person was having a bad day. Mm-hmm. That person was in a mood, you know, give people some grace to mm-hmm. not be perfect. Yeah. And grace we don't give people grace there. Yeah, man, that's a great word. You're right. And in my own personal practice, a huge way to provide grace is to think bigger, broaden your perspective. Like, okay, are they having a bad day? Boom. Put grace and love and compassion into that newfound space. Shit. Is, are they repeating a pattern from their parents or their environment? Boom. Think bigger. Pour grace and yeah. love and compassion into that newfound place. And you just get bigger and bigger and broader and broader. And, all, and then eventually, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, word. Life's really fucking hard. <laughs> like, life is really fucking hard, man. It's also and it doesn't get easier. Simple. If you, yeah, it doesn't get easier if you, if you, like, we have this human appetite for more and more and more, right? And, like, mm. right or no? It's interesting. I don't know because what's the definition of easier? Not more and more and more. That's for sure. Because you think about, I think, like, like yeah, working that's... out doesn't get easier if mm-hmm. you are still in that in that edge of your of of your peak. Mm-hmm. But you can gain the strength to make certain things easier. Does that mean it's more challenging, or are you just finding that actual position that you should be in for growth? Like, does easier mean that shit's not going to bother you anymore, or does easier mean that you can handle the shit that does? right that well yeah it that kind of brought me back to ice ice baths and and um ice showers i don't know if this is exactly corollary but it helps me like dealing putting that kind of weird like stress on my body helps me deal with other stress easier 1000 percent. 1000 yeah we and 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 as a society in America, it's kind of we're soft, in my opinion, and our life is too cushy, too easy, too nerfed up, and we need more physical demanding of our body, I think, to mm-hmm. be stable. And there's there's it's so compl- complicated, but like I mean, I everybody go work agree. out and meditate, and all the problems will go away. <laughs> the thing though is like, I think you need other ways of building strength that isn't working out, and the ice bath is amazing for that because it builds actual internal strength, like almost instantaneously. Like you're either going to panic and get out or you're going to breathe and calm down and stay in that combustion of sensation. Mm -hmm. Can you feel all of that? Can you handle all of that? Or do you fucking run from what's being felt? And that right there, man, if you can feel what you're feeling will change your entire life. Can you be cold? Can you fucking be frustrated and feel that shit and not let it determine your fucking behavior? <clears throat> okay, so here's one of my weaknesses. And it's if I feel tired, I'm like, well, I'm going to go take a nap or I'm going to go to bed. And, and maybe that's justified and maybe I should go to sleep. But I... I want to push through it you know i feel like if you push through it you can break through to a second wind and i want to retrain my body so that like i'm not always tired and shit you mentioned this earlier and there's something called like a binaural beat uh nap Mm. so like around like three between one and three p.m i believe if you took a 30 minute 
binaural beat nap, then you would actually feel much, much better throughout your day. Hmm. And this is something that a lot of people can do with like Corey Allen beats, or I think Mm -hmm. Aubrey Marcus has a bunch of options as well. But that alone, man, just it, it's like a little bump in our circadian rhythm and it keeps us in this really nice flow. And it's not a full nap, but it's not, it's not having no rest either. Mm-hmm. Like, like a siesta, man. How many cultures have siesta in the middle of, of, of the day where they sleep, exactly. or they nap. And a lot of people here, man, and I deal with this shit too. You know, do you drink a coffee when you're exhausted so that you can push through that second wind? Do you mm-hmm. float in the middle of the day? Do you take an hour to meditate? Do you go walk by the river? Like there are ways to reboot without actually quote unquote rebooting. Yeah, I've thought of that too. Like I was like, okay, I know my schedule. I know my like, and it's kind of like between one and three or right around there. And I'm like, I should just start working out at like 1230 to three o'clock and then just get through it moving, make, you know, make sure I'm doing something very engaging that requires more, most probably physical exertion and uh, I, uh, like a nice walk. I just thought of that. That would be, we have a national forest like right outside my driveway. Dude, basically. That and, is perfect. Yeah. So maybe just a nice, you know, hour long hike, which we do in the morning, maybe, you know, and at night. So I'm, I gotta just try some variables. I know when I was moving, we I had there's no time to take naps when we were moving, and so I would, but I would take like 15 minutes and I would go do a Wim Hof session, and that that was pretty effective. Like it really was. I was like, I never need to take naps again, you know. But then of course I went back to. Naps, <laughs> I never but. need to take naps. It's so funny what the mind thinks of when something works. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm never going to be bad at this ever again. Because I found this one secret, dude. I've thought that so many times in my life. Whether it's yeah, like... It's like <laughs> so, go ahead. It's just funny, man. So I actually, I played college golf. I was just thinking this. Continue Were you really? Golf. Okay, cool. Well, Perfect. Well, yeah, go ahead. So like whenever you find like 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 a groove in your swing. It's like, I'm going to try and mimic that as much as possible. And eventually that groove doesn't work anymore. I know. And then you're like, okay, so what the weird. fuck? Like I found the answer and now I have to find another one. Like it just, it teaches you this amazing way to stay adaptable. Uh, yeah, because I started doing this thing uh, with my hips. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like shift forward that's what that starts the swing. I shift my hip forward, and when, as I as I go back, that's when the swing starts. And then you know I, I just finish it all like that. And I I'm doing it on the exhale, and you know I'm doing my arms a certain way and my hands a certain way, and all these. And then it's I'm killing it. I'm like dead on shots at the range, <laughs> perfect. And then I but then I went out the next day with my friends, and they're watching me. Now it's a little bit different, and I can't, like going off, you know, just like it would. It wasn't even going like kind of straight. It was like going like straight sideways sometimes. Uh, so there's so many variables with golf. So many variables. Yeah, and it is it is kind of metaphoric to life, I, you know, it, because. It's easy to do things by yourself sometimes, but then you go out and mm-hmm. do things when, and then the pressure, there's more pressure when people are kind of paying attention. <clears throat> if you let there be. 100%. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But, but we still feel it. We have to learn how to yeah. not allow it to influence us, really. But that's a, that's a great example, too, on how the ice bath translates to people watching you golf or somebody recording a video and getting weird because there's people watching. Can you Mm -hmm. feel that shit and still be grounded? Can you hone deeper into your body being and still be present? Like those are the beautiful byproducts from doing shit like working out in ice baths or martial arts. 
Like, do you panic Ooh. when you get hit? Or can you be composed? And I don't know how much you've trained or if you do train, but I know that, you know, you know, Cowboy Cerrone, mm-hmm. he's part of Sheets, which is super freaking yeah, cool. And martial arts, <laughs> yes, man, that's is. such a beautiful life teacher. Yeah, you were a kick professional kickboxer in Thailand? Not professional. Um, I've trained for over a decade um, presently. But I fought for a little bit. I, I only had one fight, but I like trained like a professional for like three years. Nice. I, I just it, like man. the training. Yeah, I know. Because I, I just started having this kid, Dylan King, Dylan the King. He's a, pro, uh, a professional fighter now. He's three and one. I think he, he lost his last fight. I do believe he went up a weight class on like short notice. But he's a young, you know, hungry fighter. And <clears throat> anyways, he's been coming up once a week to do like uh do a session it's mostly the cardio portion but at the end of it we'll hit pads and i i was just thinking as i was hitting the pads i was like thank you because it felt so good just to be working my body in a way that seems to be, be providing you know like i'll have some benefit because i'm training myself in a you know art that could potentially protect me in some situation it's not i don't feel like i'm wasting my time you know i feel like mm-hmm. i'm learning i'm growing i'm strengthening and uh and it, it just felt so good so <clears throat> and it's always deeper than people think it's not just throwing your arms and hitting something as hard as you can like there's there's depth in the motion pattern there's perception that should be in there man like one of the coolest things about meditation, martial arts, and plant medicine is that they have helped me perceive how emotion moves through the body. So if someone's really anxious, their body actually moves a very different way. Mm-hmm. If they're very aggressive, their body moves a very distinct way. If they're calm and composed and as confident as could ever be, their body moves a very distinct way. Whether it's you're sparring them or you're feeling those emotions. It's such a beautiful way to really understand like emotional intelligence in yourself and in other people. Wow. That made me think of Conor McGregor and Mm -hmm. his mental game, you know? And he can throw people off of their center, and uh, that's some that's a level of like a higher level of emotional intelligence because it's hard enough to control your own emotions, but if you can start manipulating other people's and knowing what buttons to push, that seems that's a pretty just I mean tangential kind of I thought, but I mean it, he was a master at it. He seems to be. Yeah. And a lot of people can mimic that and try and do it, but he was a freaking master at it. And natural almost, you know. But he, 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 I remember watching one video and it really turned me on to him even more. And he was reading these principles from the book, The Secret, that, and just like talking about visualizing the outcome. And, you know, he's like feeling the feeling as if you are, it was already real. And all the, and I was like, oh, that's what I did. So that's pretty cool. And he fucking did it to the next level, though. <laughs> so, like, yeah, next, fast, next you know? level. Yeah. Cause you typically, when you have like a dream or, you know, your business, it doesn't take off within five years, you know, like, and you're like at the top. It takes a, your whole life if you sometimes. And maybe it's according to what you believe is possible. Hmm. Absolutely agree with that. It's weird. It's weird to know what you just said is very true. Sometimes it does take a whole life for business to to explode. Or I I've heard so many times like it takes 8 years to build a brand. And I really believe that. Um I've had expand for 6 or 7 years and I really feel that the 8 year mark is like the game changer. Just how like the process is genuinely building the momentum. 
mm-hmm. but also is that a limiting belief? Right. That shit's weird, yeah. man. <laughs> Are we putting a cap on it because we believe that? That is fucking interesting. I think so, and it, it maybe limits your activities, uh, you know, in action towards that goal because you're like, well, it's going to take eight years. I, I can't do it overnight. Um, but it's also, you, you know, it would be absurd to believe that you could do it overnight, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So you have to have a a realistic belief, but it, it may be slightly unrealistic. Like it push push the realisticness to a level that is still believable to you, but kind of unbelievable to someone else, like mm, two years. I like that. Yeah. Damn, I like that <laughs> a lot. It's it's why we do this podcast. I I because I, I live in a kind of a weird little fantasy land, a fantasy world that I've created in my head that I'm able to build a underwear business that is competitive with other underwear brands that have been around for a century or something. And uh, and we're actually in the game. We're in. <laughs> it's amazing, you know. dude. And you are doing it very well. And I know Matt super, super well and Steven really well. And I love hearing just like little details, just like little little tidbits I get from what you guys are working on. And it's so freaking cool to hear about your growth and to watch you guys connect with certain people. And I mean, you're taking like a more human community approach rather than like a big organization corporation approach. And that's what builds a brand dude. Mm-hmm. You build community. That's your fucking brand. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. And it wasn't even on, like on purpose, really. It's just doing it out of a genuine like love for these types of things. You that's know, how I want it works, to build man. a community. Yeah, that's literally um, how how it works. Yeah, some corporate bigwig might be like, "We need to build a community so that we can get more exactly. money." Exactly. That's uh, different, dude. Yeah, it's literally completely different. And I have this this theory that the way you build your empire is how you will behave when the empire is built. If you build it through greed, you will be greedy when it's built. Mm. If you build it through love and compassion and genuine care for people, you will behave that way when it's built. For one, that's how you've been able to build it. So that's how the pieces are designed to support. So you keep, <laughs> and two, it's your internal workings. How do you approach things? You're building attributes, dude. You're building behavioral mechanisms. Like that <laughs> shit is real. I almost cried for a second because I like. That that idea because because that's not what life is about. It's about it's not, sharing, man. yeah, and enjoying it with people. You know, people that you built it together with, and uh, and expanding that as far as you can to maybe impact as many lives positively, um, where it stays kind of cool because like i feel like we're getting to a point where we're gonna get so big that it's gonna be like harder and like not even as fun you know like where it's like constantly doing like busy Mm -hmm. busy 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 to like you know and that's good but i want to moments and and be able to do that with without having to be like i gotta go to this meeting and i can't I, you know, just enjoy life for a little bit, which is the the pace we've been going. I want to kind of, I kind of like that pace and I want to keep it maybe that way. So we were coming up with some strategies for maybe ex- expanding with help that so that my life isn't so impacted that we're thinking through what, what, how, how big do we want to get to where it's, like I said, not, not a burden or something. What an amazing process to learn how to adapt when those kinds of moments come. 
business is so fascinating to me for the exact reason and example you just shared. Like those are real moments that come that we have to adjust to and make like actual like business changing moves. Mm -hmm. And we do it, you know, hopefully for the bigger picture of the whole organism and making sure it's all running smoothly and that things are progressing. I love that you said leaving a positive impact, not just an impact, but to do it positively, man. Like how can we do things that leave positive ripples? And that's all like, we don't know what those choices are going to be. We just know that they will be there. And that's amazing. It's, you know, with that, those types of decisions, <clears throat> I find you get help from the universe through a feeling or a thought, obviously. And if, obviously, if you're about to make a decision and you're like really dreading it and like, I shouldn't be doing this, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Right. And if, but if it feels right, you know, and it's like, eh, it's a bit of a risk, but I kind of, kind of excited about it. I mean, go, you know, maybe go for it. And that's how you got to trust your instincts and, uh, but also test those or, or exercise, exercise them. And, and in order to exercise it, you got to try, you know, trial and error is a, is, is a, a lot of times, but I took, uh, what you have to do to learn what's right or wrong. And, and you know, if you're mm -hmm. the feeling, the feel, the decisions you're making based on the feelings you're having is accurate, you know, and in line with the universal just direction that it's trying to move, which I tend to think there is a higher intelligence operating this whole thing. I'm not sure. For sure. feels that way. <laughs> That's yeah. no doubt. Um, yeah. A friend of mine said something the other day, and it's that our soul journey is both terrifying and irresistible at the same time. And it really resonated, especially with those kinds of choices. You know, there's things that we dread that we don't want to do. And you're probably right. We probably shouldn't make those <laughs> decisions. But there's also the thing where it's like, oh, damn, but there's this. Mm -hmm. and it's fucking scary but like feel that energy man like there's some things that we should just move on mm -hmm. and know that that's also universal alignment in some fashion yeah there's also yeah, things like that if you're afraid i'm not saying way. go on sorry well if, if you're afraid i'm not saying don't do it per se because we're kind of taught sometimes to be afraid to take certain risks um so just because you're afraid I'm, I'm not you know that doesn't mean to not do it for sure but it's interesting i also kind of have a philosophy that sometimes the things that you're afraid of we shouldn't do maybe that's maybe. a signal yeah maybe that's a real internal message as well so that's mm. where it's like, can we just not feel the thing, but can we feel about the thing? Like intu intuitively, how does this feel? Should we move? Should we not move? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, there's some things, you know, that we probably shouldn't move on that we are afraid of. But yeah. what, what is that balance? Only we know internally, perhaps. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do I know? I'm just perceiving I stuff. Totally. I feel like, you know, you mentioned earlier, there's the eye of the storm and, and we are the storm. <laughs> it's true, man. It's very powerful. Yeah. I mean, that's a beautiful kind of message to try to push for people to find in themselves mm. is that center. And when we all find it, we're going to be, we're going to be working in, in harmony. If the, the universe, I don't know what is, it, you know, 
the direction is, but I'm just kind of trying to feel it and flow with it and go with it downstream, downstream. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and, and enjoying every minute of it. I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm very fortunate. And I'm going to keep trying to grow and keep putting stress on myself, but also try to time, find time to and take a minute and smell the, smell the roses. Yeah. It's important. It's incredibly important. So like, what are you working on these days? Um, producing online programs for people. So I've been a coach for over 10 years, but it's mostly been in person. And I've been working on a program for literally eight years, man, that was finished like about a month ago. Wow. And that, bro, is a feeling. To feel that it feels wholesome and finished and complete. And it's still getting better and better each time it's being shared or provided to people. It's like, oh, there's this boom, boom, boom. And now there's this one. It's just getting better and better, man. And it's such a blessing. And it's essentially, it's a, it's a mindfulness program that I've been molding through world travel, plant medicine, Vipassana meditation courses, martial arts, just like what is durable? What recognitions and concepts hold up over time? Oh, this one's really fucking durable in this exact concept. It's not so much here. Okay, swipe that one out. It's like what stays true through all of these different modalities? And it's been really beautiful to share it with people, man. (laughs) And like watch them change their fucking life, bro. (laughs) that's intriguing (laughs) dude it's nuts man and it's something that i'm so embedded with that i believe deep down if a person were to go through this that they would change their life and that is the feeling and the voice and the tone that i've been waiting for for eight plus years to motherfucking know to put this yeah. on the table and no. Hell yeah. That's how it was with Sheath. People were like, are you sure? You got Because you got to know. And that's the thing is you got to know and you can't lie to yourself and be like, I know. But no, you need to know, no. And when somebody questions you and, and tests you, you know, you just like, it's there's no doubt I will work. It's going to work because I know it works. And if I know it works, I know that we're not so different, you know, humans that it's not going to work for somebody else. You're right. You're absolutely right. Exactly. But you exactly. got to know it first. You got to know it. And that is the very truth of the matter. And, and maybe even that should be kind of like one of the messages it, when it comes to what you're trying to do with your life, you know, before you embark on this huge journey, like where you're going to dedicate 10 years or something, maybe make sure you know that it's, but you never know. (laughs) You never know. And it's almost, it's like you discover the knowing on the journey. Yeah, exactly. It's twofold. It, it, it reinforces itself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But there's a feeling that's followed, right? And like, Definitely. that's the deeper knowing that we're like discovering through the process. <laughs> it's so freaking beautiful. It's so it beautiful. Is. It's like a metamorphosis. It's mm. flower from a seed to, you know, the bloom and it takes a while, but uh, it's a process and it knows where it's going. It's, mm-hmm. But it wasn't there. It was just a little seed before. And that's an idea, mm-hmm. you know? It takes water and sunlight and nutrients and soil and other plants around it to help it thrive. Like, we are nature. 
There is no separation. There is no separation. And the Native Americans actually didn't even have a word for nature. They were nature. <laughs> they also didn't have a word for goodbye. Only see you later, see you soon. Uh, there was no concept of separation. Thank you, Zarin. Can you tell people, like some people, where, where to find your uh, life-changing methodology? <laughs> You're amazing. First of all, what's cool about it is it's all been organic for the online stuff. Like mm -hmm. I haven't even promoted it. It's not even on our website. And like dozens and dozens of people are reaching out for this stuff. It's like the world is ready, bro. Like mm -hmm. the people are ready to go deeper internally. But Good. please message me on Instagram at X-P-A-N-D yourself or visit our website, expand yourself, X-P-A-N-D yourself.com or email me at Z-E-R-I-N at expand yourself.com. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. I will do my best to get back to you immediately and Let's freaking expand. Expand Ooh. that consciousness. Zarin at Expand Yourself. Thank you so much for joining me. Very circular. We kind of went around conversation, but we hit a lot of topics and it was, uh, we'll have to go back and listen to it and pull some pearls out because I know there was a lot of pearls in there. There's some good so, ones. Thank you Robert, for joining thank me. Thank you so much, man. And thank you everyone for listening. Uh, please do leave us a review. It helps. You know what the deal is. Uh, support our sponsors. <laughs> she thought we're not calling. It does help. And, all around. Uh, yeah. And uh, okay, man. Um, we're out. Oh.